Good morning and welcome to Christ Church Westerly for our service of morning prayer. We begin this morning with the Canticle of the Sun by St. Francis of Assisi. O Most High, Almighty, Good Lord God, to Thee belong praise, glory, honor, and all blessing. Praise be my Lord God for all His creatures and especially for our brother the Sun, who brings us the day and who brings us the light. Fair is He and shines with a very great splendor. O Lord, He signifies to us Thee. Praise be my Lord for our sister the moon and for the stars, the which he has set clear and lovely in heaven. Praise be my Lord for our brother the wind, for air and cloud, calms and all weather, by the which thou upholdest life in all creatures. Praise be my Lord for our sister water, who is very serviceable unto us and humble and precious and clean. Praise be my Lord for our brother fire, through whom thou bringest us light in the darkness, and he is bright and pleasant and very mighty and strong. Praise be my Lord for our mother the earth, the which doth sustain us and keep us, and bringeth forth fruits and flowers of many colors and grass. Praise be my Lord for all those who pardon one another for his love's sake, and who endure weakness and tribulation. Blessed are they who peaceably shall endure, for thou, O Most Highest, shalt give them a crown. Praise be my Lord for our sister, the death of the body, from which no one escapeth. Woe to the one who dies in mortal sin. Blessed are they who are found walking by thy most holy will, for the second death shall have no power to do them harm. Praise ye and bless the Lord, and give thanks to him, and serve him with great humility. The order of morning prayer begins with the opening sentences on page 77. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Christ has entered not into a sanctuary made with hands, a copy of the true one, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Dearly beloved, we've come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Service continues with the Antiphon and the Pascha Nostrum on page 83. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. 
Alleluia, Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Alleluia. The psalm appointed for today is a portion of Psalm 119, verses 137 through 144, found on page 774 of the Book of Common Prayer. You are righteous, O Lord, and upright in your judgments. You have issued your decrees with justness and in perfect faithfulness. My indignation has consumed me because my enemies forget your words. Your word has been tested to the uttermost, and your servant holds it dear. I am small and of little account, yet I do not forget your commandments. Your justice is an everlasting justice. Your law is the truth. Trouble and distress have come upon me, yet your commandments are my delight. The righteousness of your decrees is everlasting. Grant me understanding that I may live. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We continue with the first reading. A reading from the book of Exodus. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt? To kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with his people? They are almost ready to stone me. And Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
continue with Canticle 8, the Song of Moses. I will sing to the Lord, for he is lofty and uplifted. The horse and its rider has he hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my refuge. The Lord has become my savior. This is my God, and I will praise him, the God of my people, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a mighty warrior. Yahweh is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army has he hurled into the sea. The finest of those who bear armor have been drowned in the Red Sea. The fathomless deep overwhelmed them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in might. Your right hand, O Lord, has overthrown the enemy. Who can be compared with you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in renown, and worker of wonders? You stretched forth your right hand. The earth swallowed them up. With your constant love, you led the people you redeemed. With your might, you brought them in safety to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mount of your possession, the resting place you have made for yourself, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hand has established. The Lord shall reign forever and forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We continue with the second reading. A reading from the book of Mark. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up on the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was out on the lake, and he was alone on the land. When he saw that they were straining at the oars against an adverse wind, he came towards them early in the morning, walking on the lake. He intended to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased, and they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with Canticle 18, a song to the Lamb on page 93. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God from every family, language, people, and nation a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor forever and forevermore. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. 
He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Suffrages A. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Today we remember Johann Arndt and Jacob Boeing, mystics who died in the early 17th century. Holy God, who dwells with those who have a contrite and humble spirit, revive our spirits, purify us from deceitful lusts, and clothe us in righteousness and true holiness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet in the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. In our intercessions, petitions, and thanksgivings today, we remember and ask for the help to find presence and guidance for the victims of the war in Ukraine, especially for those who are wounded and killed and for all refugees. We pray for the victims of gun violence, and we pray for those who are afflicted or affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and the viruses, for those who care for them, as well as for those who are sick with it, and for their loved ones and for those who have died. We hold up in prayer those people from our parish who have commended themselves to you for healing of body, mind, and spirit. We pray that they may know the power of God's healing grace, especially for Anne, Brian, Saramachandi, Fran, Walter Kimball, Charlie Kitchen, Nicholas Nisley Sr., Richard Morgan, Barry Musto, Tyson Nolf, Susan Reed, Ralph, Larry Ronane. Pat Schwartz, 
Gary Shortman, Steve Sawyer von Flattern, Dennis and Sue Rooney, Wendy Benneke, and Polly Lyman. We pray and give thanks for the healing of Amy Swan and Walter Powokowitz. And on our continuing prayer list, we hold up in prayer Robert Anthony, Layden Akins, Debbie Brissett, Andrew and Heather Bring, Chance, Connie Dowry, Derek Ferris, Jonathan Foster, Charlene Gear, Grace Graber, Lynn Green, Melinda Graymore, Bev Harwood, Peter Johnson, Priscilla Kreiner, Maeve, Francisco Marin, Carson Parker, Ruth Regan, Richard, Sue Ann Rooney, Elaine and Peter Smith, Steve, Stephanie Bule Sullivan, Corey Taylor, Kawa Thomas, Terry, Werner, and Nancy Wills. We give thanks for the ministry of the Choir of Christ Church, and we commend to God's fatherly care in keeping those who have died, especially Celia Bonville. Almighty God, we entrust all who are dear to us to your never-failing care and love for this life and the life to come, knowing that you are doing for them better things than we can desire or pray for through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This time I'd like to share a brief biography from Lesser Feasts and Fasts of Johann Arndt and Jacob Bohm. Johann Arndt and Jacob Bohm were two of the most prominent Lutheran mystical writers. Born in Ederitz near Bauenstedt in Anhalt-Koten, Johann Arndt was orphaned at the age 10. He began his studies with a divided focus on medicine and divinity. After recovering from a grave illness, he came to look on his life as a gift and felt duty-bound to devote it to God's service. He turned his attention exclusively to divinity, which he studied in several German and Swiss universities. A peaceful spirit, Arendt hoped, like Philip Melanchthon, to help heal the divisions between the Reformed Calvinist and Evangelical Lutheran churches of Protestantism. Although a diligent pastor, this high aspiration met with continual frustration in his ministry. The posthumous influence of his writing, however, has contributed to this hope by drawing many across theological divides to closer personal union with Christ. In Arndt's major work, True Christianity, he seeks to correct an overemphasis on the legal aspect of salvation, that is, justification by faith, by emphasizing the need for the believer to abide in Christ through personal prayer, scripture reading, and godliness. This work became a standard manual among German pietists as well as the Mennonites. Philip Jakob Spiner looked to Arndt as the forerunner of his work. Similarly, Arndt influenced John Wesley and the birth of Methodism within the Church of England. In the 20th century, Albert Schweitzer called Johann Arndt the prophet of interior Protestantism. True Christianity has provided a model for countless other devotional texts by both Protestant and Roman Catholic writers. Jacob Bohm was born in Alt-Seidenberg to a family of cattle herders. Deemed too weak for cattle herding, he was sent to school where he learned to read and write and eventually became an apprentice to a shoemaker. He was given to mystical visions, even in his youth. A particularly compelling vision in 1600 led Bowen to write, Die Morgen wrote im Aufgang, The Rising of Dawn. Although he never intended the work for publication, it was circulated among friends and eventually came to the attention of the pastorate Gorlitz, 
who harshly condemned it. It was many years before Bowen took up a pen again. However, in 1618, he began to write and produced a remarkable number of works on mystical theology and cosmology in the six years before his death. While Bowen remained a Lutheran, his theological speculation caused considerable controversy for departing from Lutheran orthodoxy of his day. Bowen's writings influenced the radical pietists, including the Society of Friends, the Quakers. William Law became a great admirer of the German mystic later in his life and produced an English edition of Bohem's work. However, this admiration was not uncontroversial. Law's student John Wesley called his writings, quote, sublime nonsense. Bohem also had a great influence on both German and English Romanticism, most notably William Blake. We conclude our service this morning with the general thanksgiving and the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Alleluia, alleluia, let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. This concludes our service of morning prayer. Have a blessed day.